I was just talking to one of my friends uh, not too long ago, and uh, he was talking about you know all these big dreams he he had, and I, I basically told him that small is the new big, and that's always been uh, the core of my heart. My vision has always been uh, to stay resilient based upon my own personal metrics of success. You've got big dreams too, don't you? Dreams of finally getting your words out of your head and onto the page. Big dreams of seeing your name in print, of holding your own book in your hands. Big dreams of speaking before an audience, hearing your words on a podcast, or launching your business. But we all know that dreams without a plan don't ever come to be. Hopes without clear goals are just good ideas. Maybe those big dreams need some small steps. So how do you actually tell your story? You've got a message to share and a reader to serve. How do you connect the two? How do you form actionable steps around those big dreams and work toward them each day? How do you resist the urge to measure yourself by someone else's metrics of success. I'm so glad you asked. Hey, I'm Clarissa Mall, and welcome to The Writerly Life, brought to you by Hope Writers, the most encouraging place on the internet for writers to make progress. Here at The Writerly Life, we help you expand your creativity, explore new techniques, and express your hope-filled words in a world that needs them. We'll help you learn to balance the art of writing with the business of publishing and learn to hustle without losing heart. You have words and your words matter. And as you write them, you can be you boldly, bravely, maybe even a little scared sometimes. You can be you in your writing life. Welcome to the show, friends. Lean in, grab a pen, let's chat. This episode is all about telling your story. Clearly, honestly, simply. Author and activist Terence Lester has said, small is the new big, and boy, does that make me breathe a sigh of relief. I bet it does for you too. As we craft our words and shape our stories, we can release the urge to compare ourselves to others and focus instead on the work before us. Lean in and hear how Terence describes it in a recent Hope Writers Tuesday teaching with author and co-founder Emily P. Freeman. Writing is uh, the most gut-wrenching uh, and joyful, uh, best worst experiences uh, ever. <laughs> Uh, because you never feel like you're finished, right? Yes. Um, and uh, one thing I've I've learned on this journey is that I'm not looking to be perfect. I'm I'm looking to be impactful. Um, the book that I recently released with InterVarsity Press came out 2019 August uh, in August. It's called "I See You: How Love Opens Your Eyes to Invisible People." I mean, uh, I think the book was being written uh, before I actually put 
it onto like a, a screen or paper, uh, so to speak. Uh, it's partially my story, my evolution of, you know, when, how I was seen, right? You know, who who took time to notice me, uh, my names, uh, you know, my name, uh, overcoming the, the different challenges um, and uh, uh, allowing myself to look at those challenges to see how they shaped me uh, to become who I am today. Uh, a lot of that was already in me uh, that I had to be made aware of doing this work. I remember one time I was sitting um, in in the center and I was conversing with uh, a volunteer and she she looks at me and she says, you know what, you you have something to say. And she started pointing at all of these different things. She was like, there are so many people um, who need to know this. And uh, you have a, a gift of like telling stories and, you know, bringing people together. And you should you should take this serious and think about writing uh, partially your story and writing about all these experiences that you've seen uh, in the organization. And I took that to heart uh, because she was an older lady, um, uh, a mom type figure that I, I kind of looked up to and um, I'll still look up to. And she she spoke that. Uh, into me. And I think what I'm trying to say is there too is a part of vulnerability that, you know, you have to uh, step towards as, even as a writer, uh, if you're writing, um, you know, nonfiction, uh, that you have to lean into, you know, the, the discomfort sometimes, because sometimes in the discomfort, you can produce your best work. Uh, there are you know, emotions and feelings and stories that I had to lean into um, to really, um, you know, be real, you know, and and feel the tension of it. But I also understood that a part of me doing this is what the reader would benefit from, um, that the reader, I'm, I'm thinking about you know, my story and the experiences that I've encountered, but I'm also thinking about who needs to hear this? <laughs> you know, how, how, how do people think, you know, are they turned on by, you know, just a bunch of cliche stuff or do they need research or need to be challenged? Um, how do they even view this issue of homelessness? Uh, should I write it in a way that puts them in a, a the passenger seat where I'm taking them on a journey so they can make discoveries along the way, or should I? Am I up in their face? Like I'm I'm, I'm really just challenging them uh, and and making clear points. And you know I figured that I needed a mixture of all of that uh, because there are times where I do I want to be straightforward with you, but then there are times where I'm like, let me put my arm around you, <laughs> let me let me walk you to this point. Uh, you know, we stumble upon it and you make your own aha. Well, that's pure gold, isn't it? A friend encouraged Terrence to tell his story and that seed of encouragement grew into a book. But it's actually far less romantic, right? A friend's encouragement offered the catalyst for Terrence to engage in months of daily hard work. Showing up at the page, feeling the tension of emotions, remembering his reader as he put pen to paper. Terence wrote in his car, in breaks between work meetings, any sliver of time he could get. 
Here at Hope Writers, we call that writing in the cracks. And yes, just as Terrence describes it, it's totally unglamorous. Another of our Tuesday teachers, author Allison Fallon, has said, Writing is not an elite activity. Writing is communication and self-discovery, spirituality and curiosity. Writing is exploration. Writing is a human instinct. When it comes to telling our stories, we don't need fancy methods or built-in fame. We can trust that each time we sit down to write, we're doing something that's a basic human instinct, communicating, just like walking or talking or breathing. Here at Hope Writers, we're all about taking the mystery out of being a writer. Terrence Luster's own writing journey makes me think about how we can integrate writing into our daily lives, how we can discipline ourselves to focus on the message we have to share and the reader we have to serve. With that in mind, let's consider why you should write daily. Number one, who should write daily? Why, you of course. Research shows us that we can all benefit from a daily writing practice, whether or not we call ourselves writers. Writing regularly for 20 minutes a day has been proven to measurably improve mood and strengthen mental health. Daily writing helps us organize our thoughts, express our emotions in a safe place, and give meaning to our experiences. We all possess the tools we need to write daily. A pen, a piece of paper, and a short period of time. Writing is free and portable. It's accessible to everyone. And daily writing doesn't require any special skills. It can be for your eyes only, because it's always time to write, but it may not always be time to publish. There is a difference between writing and publishing. Number two. Why write daily? Well, writing keeps us in touch with our inner selves. It helps us stay in tune with our souls, the place inside of each of us where creative work begins quietly and without fanfare. When we take the time to connect to this part of ourselves, we notice the thoughts and feelings and ideas that might otherwise be lost to us. Sometimes we think there needs to be a specific purpose for our writing. One with defined outcomes like a book or a blog post. A daily 20-minute habit may initially feel like a waste of time because it doesn't produce the kind of work that we plan to publish. But here's the amazing thing. This daily commitment makes space for the publishable work that will come later on by leaving room for new ideas to germinate and eventually bloom into something worth publishing. You're cultivating the soil for new words to grow. Number three, how do you write daily? Well, have you ever felt stumped when you stare at a blank page looking up at you? Well, me too. That's why I love Alison Fallon's Infinity Writing Prompt. The Infinity Writing Prompt helps you generate material from emotionally charged experiences in your life. Good, bad, and anything in between. Regardless of how often you use the prompt, if you're alive and in relationships with other people, you'll never run out of material. Want to try it? Here's how. Simply choose a circumstance from your life, 
past or present, that has some emotion attached to it. For 20 minutes, write without censoring. The facts of what happened, what you thought about what happened, write about what you felt about what happened. While you're writing that day may not be the start of a publishable work, I'm sure it will prime your creative pump and help you discover and explore your inner life with greater curiosity. In Terence Lester's case, the emotionally charged experiences of his life offered him rich content to mine in his writing life. Listen to this story Terence tells about how a man named Leonard inspired his activism and storytelling. There was this campaign that I had launched uh, called Get on the Bus. Um, there was a church that uh, donated this old, you know, 1989, 40 kind of line uh, bus to our organization. Uh, the reason why they donated it to us for a dollar is because nobody wanted the bus. I mean, it was just this big 30 passenger church bus. But I had the story. Um, I was at a gas station prior uh, to actually engaging in this conversation that would lead to this bus donation. And I met Leonard. And Leonard was digging in a dumpster and he was uh, he, I mean, his clothes were filthy and he hadn't showered in three months. And he was an elderly person. We were seven miles away from the nearest shelter. Mm. And I asked him a question that changed my life. I just asked him one question, a small question. I said, Leonard, if you had one wish, what would that wish be? And he says, literally, I wish I could be made over. Um, and he wasn't talking about like being made over in terms of like having his hair done and all these uh, fancy things and having a nice suit. He was just basically saying, man, I wish I had a, a simple haircut, a shower and a meal. Um, and two days later, there's an opportunity to receive this bus in the spirit of Leonard Kate arose an idea just from this small conversation. I said, why don't I? Uh, you know, rally people behind converting this bus into Atlanta's first uh, mobile makeover unit where it's a clothing closet and a barbershop and a shower on this bus. We had $86 in the bank as an organization. Um, this is five years ago, but I had this dream. Uh, I was sitting around the table with uh, my wife and some friends and I was just, I was upset and basically saddened because I had kept putting stuff out and I was trying to raise money to convert this bus, et cetera. And uh, my wife says, you know, you're going to have to do something um, to, to bring attention to it. And I was like, what, what am I going to do? Sleep on top of it? And she says, yeah, that's exactly what you're going to do. I was like, what? So long story short, I ended up living on top of this bus in a small tent, uh, not only to bring awareness to uh, the lack of access to grooming, um, but also to bring uh, this awareness um, to people who are suffering out here without any of those things, and they really need to be seen. I mean, one haircut could uh, be the all the make the difference of someone getting a job, or you know, one suit or one push uh, in the right direction. And I share that story because you know it started small. Uh, had I not met Leonard with uh, just a simple hello, <laughs> uh, what's your story? I see you. 
I would have never heard the story that became the the seedbed for this idea that eventually has made over 3,500 individuals over um, on the streets of Atlanta and across uh, the country. And so when I say small is the new big, never forsake small, right? Uh, because your small step could lead, lead to your next, uh, your next big, uh, big idea or big revelation in terms of how you flesh things out in your, your storytelling. I get inspired with everyday ordinary people who wake up every single day, um, whether they're seen or not, and give it their, their best effort. I get inspired by people who've had to show up on the front lines um, for the last nine months, and they're still showing up, making sure or ensuring that uh, everybody in society is taken care of. That's, that's where I get inspired. And I think uh, many, many, many people overlook these opportunities to be in, inspired by what's in front of them. Um, and I just, you know, I would encourage people to be inspired by what's in front of you. If this episode was helpful to you, just imagine how helpful the entire hour-long interview with Terrence Lester would be. Each week inside Hope Writers Membership, there's a new one-hour Tuesday teaching with agents, publishers, social media strategists, and authors like Terrence Lester. Hope Writers helps you make progress in your writing life. Whether you're writing blogs or articles, on social media or in a book, if you want to be serious about your words and your reader, we're here for you. For writing tips and encouragement, find us on Instagram at Hope Writers or at our public Facebook page, Hope Writers Community. Last, a final word from author Paula Danziger. Good writing is remembering detail. Most people want to forget. Don't forget things that were painful or embarrassing or silly turn them into a story that tells the truth. How do you tell your story? Clearly, honestly, simply. With daily intention toward the message you have to share and the reader you have to serve. Inspired and motivated by the life you already lead. Thanks for listening, writer friend. As you step into this week, remember to keep writing your words matter. We can't wait to read them. If you found this episode of The Writerly Life helpful, be sure to like and comment and subscribe here below on YouTube. If you're listening in, like, rate, and leave a review in Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help other viewers and listeners know you found the content helpful. See you next week.